Listening to Thoughtless Casual Gaming with Brett and Jace. We are a Geelong-based gaming podcast where we play games badly and then talk shit about them. And we're here to give a bit of a rundown of last year. Because it's now this year. It is now this year. This is the first episode of 2024. I saw I heard on the radio today. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) could be the last episode, period. Um I heard on the radio today, someone was like, oh, it's the first weekend of 2024. I had not considered that for a second until Why I heard that. Why is that even on, worth mentioning? I don't know, but it was apparently something. <laughs> so I hadn't thought about this, but this is the first episode of 2024. It is what I have unofficially called season five. <laughs> season five, episode one. Do we really want to do that? <laughs> I mean, it's just my naming convention for the file, so I don't lose things. <laughs> Fair enough. But, yeah, let's not get carried away. No, no, not at all. I mean, this year is going to be technically episode 88, so if we don't slack off, this year we'll have the 100th episode. <laughs> if we don't slack off. If we don't slack off. No promises. Anyway, we considered just re-releasing the same episode from last year. <laughs> it's a lot of things are going to be very similar. I think it, it was mildly. To, sorry, the the way this came about, right, is that we were talking about what we should talk about for for the episode. You know, the year that was, the year that's going to be, all those things that we invariably talk about at the start of each year. And I did the unthinkable. I, I just want to note this down. This is going onto the internet. It is I, 100% true, as unbelievable as it is. Everything you, you hear on the internet is exactly. 100% true. Um, so I decided to be vaguely organized and went, well, you know what we should do? We should think about all the things that we were going to do this year and do a bit of a summary as to whether we did and whether why or why not and and what we're going to do different, all those things. So I listened to an episode. Is that the first one you've listened to? Absolutely. It's the first <laughs> one I've listened to. Um, and in my defense, I didn't listen to all of it. Um, I stopped once we stopped talking about the year and we started getting into the, the wrap-up shit at the end. I no. figured that wasn't important. Um, but, yeah, look, the good news is we have a new subscriber on on Spotify. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah. This is the first episode you've listened to, and I'm usually the one with notes and, and a bit of preparation for this, and I and, did not. <laughs> and and not only while I did that, but whilst I was listening, I thought, I better note some of this shit down so I know what we're going to do. So I wrote down things, and sitting in front of me on a piece of paper in vaguely legible scroll is things that we talked about. 12 months ago. 
who are you and what have you done with Jace? I don't know, but this is definitely not a new year, new me situation. <laughs> it will not be repeated. Um, I'm what not having this. was enough, was it? <laughs> That's it. I don't like it. It involves too much work. Fair call. I'm, I'm not here for prep. No. Well, seeing as you did do some prep, what did you promise for well, 2023? What were your goals? If 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 we if we go go a step further, we did talk about a lot of the things that we uh, we watched. We talked mm-hmm. about a lot of the other things that we did and, and and that kind of stuff. And I thought it was interesting to talk about the movies that maybe this year a surprised us that went oh or these were this was maybe the highlight movie of the year i think equally uh low lights <laughs> you know okay. what, what 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 was the disappointment so to recap on last year right movies that you talked about this episode uh and movies that i mentioned either based on your recommendation or just in general that i've really said i need to to do um one was werewolf by night mm-hmm Guess what? Have you seen it? I've seen it. <laughs> good Lord. Um, I, that was good. I watched the in-color version. Um, oh. They did They did Werewolf by Night in color. But it was That's like. not it. No, I know, but it was like. Black and white. But it was like bad Technicolor too. So it wasn't even like good color. Okay. It, was, yeah. it was glorious. Um, <clears throat> it was fun. It was. It was. I mean, I I didn't know what to expect coming into it, but it was it, it, for because it wasn't movie length, right? It, it was a yeah. short. It was like an hour of my life that I was quite happy to dedicate to that. It was it was pleasant. Um, I probably wouldn't want to give it any more than that, but uh, <laughs> it, was, it was well worth an hour. So that was that was that one, and then other ones that we did mention, and I said, oh, I really want to get to that. Because it sounds either good or bad enough to be watchable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morbius. Yes. Nah, I didn't get to it. Uh, Prey. Probably best. That Top, one. Gun, Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> I See, I have not seen Top Gun Maverick. I don't know where that came from. Was that you? That was me saying it's another one I keep only hearing good things about. And I feel yeah, it's like it's a lie. Something now. One of those streaming services. I don't know which one. Yeah, I could watch it for nothing except for my time, and I'm not sure it's worth it. But people keep saying it was good, and that's weird. <laughs> okay. So that was the year that was, I suppose, and said uh, things I was said I was going to watch. I, you were already up to date, didn't really uh, partake in that. But if we talk about 2023... Uh, and things that I did watch that I thought were relatively glorious. So, I, I, first one has to be series Twisted Metal. Yep. That was pr- one of the highlights. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, very little. I think I talked a lot in the previous episode about like Marvel series and things like that, that were all happening. And th- there's really not much that gets a look in, in the last 12 months. No, I did watch Loki, but mm-hmm. it was just more Loki 
So Tom Hiddleston's fantastic as usual and Short Round is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the storyline. It just... Yeah. Look, I, I really enjoyed the first few series they did in general when I didn't necessarily know that they were going to have tie-ins to the the broader cinematic mm-hmm. universe. And I think it was fun going into a movie going, oh, that happened, but that's from that TV show. My God, they're linking the TV with the movies. <laughs> like there was that moment mm-hmm. and now it's just like the TV series is a setup for the movie. It's homework. And I don't like doing homework. No. Um, I don't know what's happened with Marvel. It's just, yeah. No. Um, And now you've got the whole Kang issue casting problem. So, we'll see. Well, this is it. There has been a lot of talk with this, but they can always recast it. Um, I think the number one draft pick on on the internet is, what's his name, Uh, Terrence Howard? Mm-hmm. Who was the guy? He played War Machine. Whoever played War Machine in Iron Man One and then got recast was oh, get him yes. back and play Kane. Yeah. Um, but the other option is that you just skip Kane completely because yep, and move straight on to I think Doctor Doom is what they're talking about. Doom is what they're talking about for the Fantastic Four stuff. So yeah, I mean, he's he's a villain. He's he a is. good. He's a good one to play. Um, yeah. So they didn't get, but other things that definitely did get highlights. I think I and this was a recent addition. Speaking while we're in Marvel Land, mm-hmm. I only just watched Guardians Three. Mm-hmm. That was that was fun. It was. Look, it was. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I can't. It was tell lovely. You too much about it. I can't remember. Nah, too it much, looked, but Adam Warlock was, was fantastic. He was glorious. I I didn't know how they were going to play him, and they played him like an idiot, and it was great. Yes. Um, all of the rocket things were amazing. Like it's it's that was it was kind of what Groot was in the first couple, where he was this kind of you know he was the soul and the heart of the the you you, you just transplant that into rocket which was lovely as a concept um and you know give him all his reason for being the cantankerous little badger he is um and you know apart from that it's a bit of a wrap-up sure um but that was lovely um the other two call outs i had and i think this really does speak to my taste in movies right uh the second spider-verse i haven't seen it Look, I really enjoyed it, not as much as the first one, because you kind of know what's happening, mm-hmm. except for the ending. Okay. As in you didn't I wanted know? one. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. The ending was nothing. Spo- spoiler alert, to be continued. Gotcha. Um, so that was, that was frustrating, because I felt like I had invested a lot of time and effort into something that I now need to wait for a third movie for. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one that this was the surprise this was the one I went in going this is going to be garbage and I'm going to watch it anyway but it's going to be garbage um, and it was Flash yeah look it, it was its own brand of garbage but 
the garbage was good enough that like, it, I it, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it did all the right things. It it just it didn't like. And actually, funnily enough, we were talking about the Batman mm-hmm. twelve months ago, and how yep. that wasn't. Uh, a Batman movie. It was its own flavor of things. And I think this is exactly that. It wasn't mm. another DC movie. It was its own flavor of things. Um, and that seems to be where they do things good. Who would have thunk it? I know, right? What about TV shows? Any TV shows stand out? Sad. I, Twisted Metal was a definite standout. I struggled to remember what happened in the last 12 months, which is where I kind of yeah. went, oh, was this was this in the most recent 12 months ago or was this before? Like I started going, Ted Lasso, the last season of that, I think that was 2023. But equally, I might just be confused human. Yeah, no, as soon as you started talking this, I'm like, oh, shit, I can't remember what I watched this year. But this, this was my problem. Yeah, I mean, Flash, definitely. Um, the other one, which was a surprise, which I really enjoyed was, and this is the last thing I did in 2023, uh, Renfield. It's on the, the highlighted to watch list. Yes, yeah, it is. It is quite good. Um, but apart from that, Gen V. Gen V, I enjoyed. <gasps> yes, Gen V, I enjoyed. Um, that is a good call out. It kind of just gave me my boys fix while I waited for boys. Yeah. But and the other one is I found this the other day scrolling through Netflix. So I'm only a handful of episodes in, but I'm really enjoying it so far. Is Louder Milk. It's a 2017 series, which has just mm-hmm. gone on Netflix. It's, there's three seasons of it. It's got Ron Livingston from mm-hmm. Office Space. And Band of Brothers. And he plays a recovering alcoholic. So he's five years sober. And he leads a, you know, one of those self-help groups for alcoholics anonymous, basically. Mm -hmm. And he is a very unlikable person. He's not a people person in the slightest. You're my favorite kind of people. I know, right? Uh, so, but I'm quite enjoying that because it's yeah, it's, he's very much a smart ass and gets on the wrong side of pretty much everyone he meets. I I kind of enjoy that. It's kind of like a what is he? What was that, Doctor Becker? <laughs> yeah, AA. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I can I can get into that. Um, yeah. So that was. That was kind of the the watchings. Mm-hmm. There's, as I said, I was surprised there was less highlights from MCU in general. Yep. Um, nah, I will see what they do. I think they've they've got they've done a lot of setup. They better do something <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, other things that we talked about, we had a whole chat around death gaze and other varieties mm-hmm. of metal. Yeah. Um. And I really liked this last year. Like, I, I kind of picked up music. Not picked up again, but it kind of, it ramped up again, which was lovely. Um, I 
actually attended some gigs compared to the year before. That was, <laughs> you know, and not many. I haven't gone bonkers, um, but, you know, we did Dr. Colossus, which was yep. glorious. Yep. Um, I also, you know, decided to reestablish my 90s, early 2000s Californian ska punk roots and went to Mad Caddies. Um, who played in Richmond not that long ago. And it turns out getting home at 2am is way too late for me these days. Um, (laughs) But that was amazing. Um, So actually going out and seeing some bands, and that was something that, you know, really reinvigorated, uh, hey, people are starting to tour again. Bands are starting to play. Like there is access to live music and I need to get amongst that more. Um, so we'll see. I feel like there could be a few gigs coming in the, in this uh, yeah, next twelve months. Definitely, I'm pretty. See, I think I went to Doctor Colossus maybe twice, mm-hmm. two or three, maybe even three times this year. I think it was just twice. Uh, but I also went with uh, Dan from our, our Discord. Uh, invited me along to Devon Townsend. Oh, in November, which was fantastic. The guy he is one. Usually, I'm of the opinion if I've seen a band, especially if I've seen them on like a really, really good mm-hmm. album tour, that's usually enough for me. You know, and I'm like, oh, I've seen them. That's okay. Uh, whereas Devin, I will see every single time I can because he he knows how to put on a show. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have bad shows, like. But I feel, I also feel like, like, sure, there's album tours, but he is one of those people that can just tour, mm-hmm. and he's so confident, so charismatic, so just there's so much stage presence. You just watch him, like, sure, yes. there's the rest of the band, but he is so likable at tour, and then you know he's doing crazy, amazing music things too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I also, probably bands I've listened to a lot this year, or last year rather, uh, Dr. Klaus is definitely Dope Lemon, has been getting quite a bit of a listen, uh, as well as this Melbourne band called Flying Colours. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's flying with two Ys. I'm not too sure why, but Flying Colours. They are shoegaze, as opposed to death gaze. Um, they are fantastic, good stuff. Um, and then the, the Sleep Token album mm-hmm. that was just, that was this year's Kardashev. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. I... It's a weird album too. It's like you, you listen to it and you're like, oh, I know where this is going. No, you don't. Incorrect. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I have... Very much, again, a bit of rediscovery. Like it's one of those things you go back through the the Spotify playlist. Um, and look, there's been a couple of really good YouTube channels I follow pretty regularly. Um, and it's kind of my background paint music mm. and, and stuff. But there's one, it's... Um, Rodney Rudd. 
guy, there's a black guy called Rick Beato, who's a massive music nerd and mm-hmm. like um, producer and stuff like that. But he does a whole lot of things like it, it's what makes this song great. And he goes through some of the best songs ever written and he just breaks them down and does kind of a what makes this song great thing. Um, he does a, a lot of, you know, uh, interviews with popular artists. But the other one, which is, Again, a little bit, a little bit nerdy, but it's called the charismatic voice, and it is, it sounds such click, so clickbaity, but it is a classical opera singer. So, and she's done mm-hmm. Elizabeth, somebody or other, who's done a lot of stuff, and it started off with a general, you know, opera singer reacts to ginger, yeah, sure, cool, yep. whatever, right? But. Not only is she an opera singer, right, but she's actually studied vocal technique. She's done a whole lot of um, audio production and she's also done a lot of stuff for video games and and things like that. So she's across it and she is sort of gone, okay, I've done that thing, but I'm actually interested. I'm actually enjoying this stuff. So give me a recommendation. What's the next thing we listen to? What do we dive through? And she's going through all of kind of everything classic rock through 90s grunge through to, to metal and just going, oh my god, they're doing this, and this is great. And it's, I'm finding two things. One, it kind of gives you new stuff to listen to. We're like, oh, actually, I haven't really listened to insert band here. Um, B, making me go, oh, I remember that, and it was great. And I'm going to go back and listen to it. Um, and that's been a lot with things like Alice in Chains and a lot of the, particularly the '90s kind of stuff. Yep. Um, and then three stuff I didn't particularly like, and she kind of talks about stuff that they are doing either instrumentally or vocally and you go, Oh shit, actually, this is, this is clever. And it kind of just annoyed me at first listen. And it kind of gives you a new level of appreciation, which is really, really kind of fun. So they've, they've been some real dives into music that way but i've also very much rediscovered one of my favorite songwriters stephen wilson so the lead singer and songwriter from the band porcupine tree okay yep um heavily back into that um he could do no wrong uh (laughs) by me but it is honestly one of the and he's doing Again, a couple of interviews with him. He's doing things like he's remixing and remastering a lot of really classic albums, things like Van Morrison and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And he's like, you know, there was an interview with him talking about having to, you're doing a remix, you're doing a remaster, you're hearing stuff in in the back that, that wasn't, well, you couldn't hear in the initial tracks and you want to highlight it, but also you can't do it too much because the fans get angry because it's not what they remember. Um, so, but... Again, Porcupine Tree or Stephen Wilson's solo stuff as well is just, it. it's that real balance of progressive rock but really listenable and really relatable that kind of gets me. Um, so that's been glorious. Um, and then the other thing that's really picked up is me picking up the guitar again um, a, a lot more and I've spent way too much on music equipment this last 12 months. But that has been glorious to get back and actually sort of working out my fingers don't remember where they go anymore, uh, <laughs> which has been great and getting back That's together. what she said. Yeah. Oh, no, she, she knew they never knew where they were going. Um, 
<laughs> so, look, I think the, the big call out for me is the last 12 months has actually been really, really good for me just to go back and rediscover the things I really loved with music. Um, and hopefully that means that the next 12 months is going to be just able to go into the, uh, another level of, you know, seeing more bands, hear, listening to more music, playing more music, um, which is all, it was all such a huge part of things I did, you know, 10, 15 years ago that have gone away. So does this mean that we're looking at a new intro song? I don't know. I, I can't. <laughs> my 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 initial response to this is maybe, but I mean we could I, always just use Moose as one. It's glorious. It's it's far better than anything I could ever produce. Um, no, my my call with the the intro music or the theme music is every classic cartoon I can remember as a kid had different outro music. Yes. Yes, you're right. And it, it's a whole different mood. Like often it's the big kind of pump up thing at the front with the high energy and the lots of things. And at the end it's this kind of more mellow, relaxed kind of just and breathe kind of like, thing at the end. We could just do a version of popcorn or something. I also, actually speaking of versions of, I also really, really think it would be fun to do and it feels like way more effort than I'm willing to go to. <laughs> um, but the intro song, but in different genres. <laughs> or if you really want to go lazy, just, just stick it in reverse. <laughs> Go backwards. Our, uh, our dedication to Satan. <laughs> uh, now, if we put anything from this podcast in reverse, it would be talking about you know subscribing and liking and ringing that bell button, and because that's all the things that we don't talk about. Um, but no, I, as I said, I think the last twelve months has been great just for for reconnecting with with something that was a, a huge passion um, that's kind of just fallen down the wayside for a little bit. Well, maybe that's what it's about. I mean, you the, it kind of sucks to say, but the whole new year, new you thing. Is, is a distinct possibility and all it takes is a, a little bit of effort to try and remember things that you used to do, used to enjoy or you know, haven't tried yet. Yeah, and like let's be clear, I hate the new year, new me thing. Like I, <laughs> yeah. every single time I have joined a gym, it has been in between <laughs> Christmas and New Year's. Because I refuse to do it as part of a New Year's resolution. Yep. Um, but I think it is that thing of what's the thing that kind of created a bit of joy and how can you prioritize more of that? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I mean, it, it helps too now that the, the kids are a bit older. We've got a bit more time to ourselves, so to speak, mm -hmm. without having to be on call 100% of the time. Uh, you, you, when the kids aren't at each other's throats, they play quite nicely, which gives me more time to do things. 
yeah, I just need to find those things that I want to do. This is this is it. And I think, look, it also very much helps that there is more live music happening now. Mm. Um, you know, you start seeing bands touring in, in 2024 compared to last year, compared to the year before. It's getting, it's getting good. And I, I yeah. think I just need to prioritise getting some tickets to some good stuff. Well, bands might be the only thing to do, considering that the uh, the actors and the writers' strike happened, and there's probably not going to be an awful lot this year comparatively for movies and TV and things like that, which might get us out of the house. Look, there's a whole other conversation on this one, and this could be a whole other episode if we want to go complete tangential, but I had a great conversation the other day with people around music formats and the fact that everything is now streaming, it's on the go, you kind of listen while you're doing other things. Mm-hmm. And the thing I really liked when I bought the record player is that when we were growing up and Dad put a record on, it was nobody move because if it jumps and scratches, I'm going to murder somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So putting on a record means sitting still and actually listening to the music rather than just having it on as a background thing. And I think that is something that isn't done anymore and something that should be done. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree 100%. It's it's so easy with streaming these days. And, and this is the thing, like when... And you gave me so much shit for this, but when I bought Flash on Blu-ray, I, I, I was still right. Let's be clear. Like I'm finding, and there's a whole lot of movies that are jumping into my brain, going, "I really want to see that again," and it's like it won't be on any streaming service, and you can't get them anymore on DVD or Blu-ray or anything like that. So. What does that leave you? Like pirating, I suppose, but I don't want to do that. It sounds like too much effort. <laughs> so, you know, there's, there's been so many movies. Like, I want to see, I want to see Falling Down again. Um, you know, Lost Boys, I believe, is on Stan. I haven't seen that in ages. Uh, but, like, they're all split up. I don't want to pay for there's, six there's different the services yeah. just to see. You know, because I feel like watching this particular film. This particular and then otherwise time. you've got to get a new email address and sign up to a new thing for a 30-day mm-hmm. trial and then remember to cancel the bastard thing um, and then wonder why there's still boxes of food showing up to your door three months <laughs> later. And like, Anyway. As long as you get them off the the front of your door and don't Eventually. leave them for three months. No. Well, <laughs> no, the problem with those I've discovered is they actually leave them like against your door so you can't oh, get out of the house every now and then i'll get a, like a, an uber eats thing and i'll just stick it next to the door and you're like well what the fuck yeah, now how, i have how to do go I get this? through the garage or i knock it over to yeah stupid anyway um we're Moving on fully off track all right the <laughs> other thing all right, speaking of things that we were going to do in 2023 was it when we recorded, it was just before the release of Blood Bowl 3. Yep. And we were both 
pants wettingly excited. Pants ah. have absolutely dried up. Yeah, look, <laughs> I've played it. I've I've played it. But not a lot. Look, I listen I listen to the Bonehead podcast and they seem to be getting more and more into it. And there seems to have been updates and all sorts of stuff, but it's still it's not enough to get me back on. I I didn't realise how much I can't be bothered waiting for people online. Um, like that that whole piece to to find an opponent and blah blah blah. Mm, a little bit of hard work. Yeah, I just can't be bothered playing anybody online because I never know what sort of people I'm going to get. No. So I'll either play against you guys or I'll play against the AI and completely demolish it. Yeah, and it's harder to play against the AI now because it used to be a case that you could play league, AI leagues. Mm-hmm. And at least that gave you some variation, some skills and some team building and, and the, the whole experience. And... Not really. No, nowhere near. No, it it just doesn't have the same. Like they're not incentivizing that the way that they did. No. no. <sighs> Disappointment. I mean, I was. We were both so looking forward to it, and it just turned out they yeah. watched it on release, which is just. It's lost some people, like probably both of us, that mm-hmm. will probably never go back to it. And we won't spend the money on the extra teams that you know, no. And I'm not going to spend the the hours playing to get them. No, like it was also plausible I would do. Um, so look, that was the absolute, you know, fail of the the Xbox world, um, or the gaming world per se. I think if we talk about gaming in general, Marvel Snap. Took up most of my gaming time, yes. if I'm perfectly honest. Um, and then what was the? I downloaded the Warhammer 40k Vermintide thing. Oh, the Dark Tide. Dark Tide. Yep. That was that was fun. That was probably yeah. the other thing that I actually gave any level of game time to. Yeah, I spent a bit of time on that. I should probably go back to it because I did enjoy it, and it was a bit of fun, even. You know, picking up with randoms mm-hmm. it was not, not a bad thing. I kind of relied on the randoms was, to know what they were doing. That was necessary, yeah. If so I'm... I didn't. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed that. I did find myself mostly on Diablo 4, especially the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. I have been going. Season 1 was a bit of a disappointment. I didn't play very much. But then Season 2 came out end of October. And since then, it's all like vampire based and stuff, and I've just been hammering that. You know, I got a, a character up to level eighty-four, I think it was, out of a hundred, and then decided, no, I don't want to play this character. I want to play this character. So I, I started a new character and got that one up to a hundred. So I've been playing way too much Diablo recently. Now I have heard some discussions comparing Diablo 4 to Diablo 2 as an example and I mean, people going back both got the same name apart from the number <laughs> look is, it's accurate. a Diablo game you know what you're getting uh, it's fun I enjoy playing it I've you know got a handful of people I've played 
with, like uh, played a bit with Yuri, played uh, quite a bit with Alice, and but it's equally fun just jumping on and, and smashing shit, especially as the sorceress. Uh, I've got this, you know, the level 100 sorcerer. She can pretty much wipe out most things single-handedly. I got up to it, like, I wandered into a world boss zone. And the world bosses are, like, spawn every couple of hours. And it's, you know, you meet other people there and you'll team up to take it down, right? And Leroy Jenkins, yep. Yeah, so playing on the hardest difficulty, like people are just so overpowered. The world bosses on the hardest difficulty generally last about 15 to 30 seconds before they're dead. Bloody hell. Yeah, it's just nuts. Um, But I got there a little bit late. So late enough that the boss had started, but not late enough for it to take the boss off the map, which meant that I got there and that everybody else that had got there beforehand, before the timer stopped, mm-hmm. was fighting this world boss. Mm-hmm. But I got there, and I got into a completely blank zone, and the world boss spawned on me, and I was there by myself. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, this should be interesting. Yeah, now I took that down. And uh, recently... <laughs> Defeated probably the the second hardest one in the game. Died a couple of times doing it, but managed to, I've managed to kill him like twice. Uh, hardest one in the game. Have not managed to do that yet. Okay. No, she basically one-shots you if you're standing in the wrong position at any point. Uh, I got it down to a quarter health, and I was like, oh, oh maybe I can do this. And then I and looked it up and realized that that's like the first stage. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, but get yeah. one of those. Yeah. Look, Look, it could be worse. You could be playing like the old Microsoft Lion King game. Or <laughs> E.T. on Atari. Yeah. Uh, no, Diablo, it's a Diablo game. You know what you're getting. And I, it's been a lot of fun. The I need to get off the Xbox more, though, because I have found... A lot of my hobby time has just been eaten up by Xbox because (laughs) that's the way I've been feeling. Um, That being said, Goat Simulator 3. I found that yesterday. God, that's fun. I'm going to have to stream some of that so people can watch it. It's just just stupid. It's stupid. I mean, on a scale of of one to pressure washer. uh, Pressure washer is fun. I got back on that power washer, power oh. washer simulator. Yes, they they released a Back to the Future expansion for that. For fuck's sake! <laughs> so I was cleaning the DeLorean. Um, like just as an example, in in Goat Simulator, there's a a quest which you have to encourage three ballerinas. So they're all sort of spinning and doing their little twirls and stuff, and you just headbutt them a couple of times, and they spin uncontrollably. And if you get all three of them going at the same time. Uh, a tornado forms. Of course, of course, blows it does. everything up. <laughs> but yeah, that that's look fun and games. But I need to try and limit myself a bit on the Xbox. I think this year, at least so, for the first couple of months. Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah. So, hobby was a thing, right? And this this is a thing that we we both talked about what we did and what we didn't do and things like that, and we're. We actually talked about things that we wanted to do in this 
this year. Um, I think the the common theme between us was probably about less pressure, more painting. So that be like, let's not panic about it being perfect. Let's just actually paint some stuff because done is good um, and not put off painting because it may not be as good as you could potentially would like it to be. Um, so that was, that was definitely one of the goals. So let's, let's stop there. Um, I half, I'll say I half did this only because I think I found a balance for painting gaming models. So if it is something like a Blood Bowl team, as an example, that I want to put paint on, I have got myself to a point where I am, I kind of have a, a process I enjoy that gets me a result that I enjoy without taking forever and just burning okay. cycles. For anything that is not gaming, that is an epic fail though. Like I I really don't think I put the time, effort or priority onto just because one of one of my other goals out of this, and this is the one I think I failed, was actually just paint projects for the the purpose of painting rather than gaming specific stuff yeah and that is the one i continually procrastinate because that's the one i'm like oh it's not going to be good enough it's hard isn't it i mean i definitely didn't pressure myself this year i didn't want to put the pressure on for painting and so i didn't which meant that i didn't paint so you did say you did say you were going to paint more than 40 models. I did say that, didn't I? You did. Do you want to have a guess at how many models I painted last year? Do you know? Because I have no idea how many I, I painted. I do. Mm. 40. <laughs> I mean, we'll call that a win, right? No, no, no. I didn't paint more than 40 models. I didn't do more. I did exactly 40. <laughs> That'll do. I, I feel like we can carry the one. Uh, <laughs> Look, I think the thing for me this year or last year, I keep saying this year, but it's not this year anymore, is I started so many projects that, but didn't finish them because mm -hmm. I'd get to a point I'm like, no, nah, that's not exactly how I want it to be and I'm getting discouraged so I'll move on and start something else. And so I've got like literally in front of me right now, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, six things that I've half started. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, oh, there's a couple more models there, so I can make that up to about ten. Um, I don't want to pressure myself. And I think we, we asked the Discord and said, you know, what we are wins and fails for 2023, and a mm -hmm. lot of people said they didn't hobby as much as they wanted to. Yeah, um, I I didn't achieve as much as I wanted to with hobby, but at the same time, I don't want to pressure myself to do that. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be something I enjoy, and if I'm not getting what I want out of it, I don't want to paint for paint's sake or whatever. 
No, and I think there's the heart because there's two two parts to this pressure piece. There is the uh, just for for ease of language, I'm going to say quality and quantity. Right? Mm-hmm. There yep. is. I am going to produce things that are painted or you know completed, and then there is the I am going to do them up to a standard that I am happy with. Um, and often those two are kind of conflicting. Yep. I can finish it, but I won't be happy with it, or I can be happy with it, but I'll never finish it. Um, and I, I think the piece I need to concentrating on on addressing is really worried about how good something is. Like if I cannot get discouraged by a result, even if it's not what I intended, I think that's that is a good thing to happen by, you know, it's not going to happen by the end of the year. Like that's going to be an ongoing thing. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think that is something that is worth focusing on because again, I'm doing this because I enjoy, I enjoy doing it. Not because I, I, or I should enjoy doing it. Right. If I am hating the process to get an outcome that I like, it's hard work and I'm never going to do it. All right. Um, so I need to just enjoy doing and then what, what comes comes and be damned, you know, judging or, or harshly judging myself for what it is. And I think, I think this is important too for a lot of people in the Discord as well that, you know, it's if you're painting something, it doesn't have to be the best thing in the world. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, you just heard Jace talk about how he's not, you know, getting the results that he wants. I think most of us would kill for the results that you don't want. Uh, but you know, if if you're reasonably happy with something and it's painted and it's you know on the field or on the on the game board or whatever it may be, that's a win. And if and you. Yeah, I think I need to to realize that too. Because, but yeah. equally, and then let's not just let's not just value the completed right that the quantity thing right. But if you enjoyed getting from blank, you know, gray plastic to where it's at now, and you enjoyed that time, and that was time that you got to sit down and throw some music or a podcast or something on, and just concentrate doing something you enjoy like that's a win in itself and yep. then bonus you get something that's painted at the end of it absolutely so that was a half in that look I, I had a fair amount of dedicated hobby time i i painted a bunch of stuff um would i like it to have been more yes do i have the attention span for that probably not um but i definitely pivoted to focus on gaming models because that was kind of where the comfort zone was where i knew i was producing stuff i was happy with um the other one i will say that we talked about was twice a month twitch streams yeah let's just move that to 2024 okay so we'll do one of these um but that's okay (laughs) i i I still think that's a that's a realistic goal that i can do (laughs) Because, you know, and the thing is, sometimes I get on and I'm just not in the mood to paint, but all I need to do is hook up a headset, have the phone near me so I can read messages and 
stick the Xbox on, and that that can be a Twitch session <laughs> as well. You know, it's 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 a chance to connect with the people watching, connect with you know a lot of the guys from the Discord will jump in and 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 chat away. Uh, so I have already. Even before I think I got your message, I had decided that yeah, twice a twice a month is good. I don't want to just get on at the start of the month, do the giveaways, and then not do it until the following month. Mm-hmm. So I've I've got my little board ready, and I'm going to keep track of how many times I stream. Yeah, I still need to work out a way to get it and get at a point that I'm I'm happy producing content like that um, yep. before I really even think about it, which I haven't spent any time or effort into. Um, but if I think about this 12 months, I think there's a point around leveraging what I've done in the last 12 months and sort of building on that and being like, right, well, I know I can bang out a team in a reasonable amount of time or a a small collection of models in a reasonable amount of time at a standard I'm happy to put on the pitch or put on the table. Great, I can do that and let's make sure that we keep that up and it's just trying to work out how to break that up with other projects where I actually kind of stretch the painting and try and and try and take it further and actually, you know, paint for paint's sake, not just to put paint on a model. Um, I think I need to find a way to prioritize those things and not rush them because I find every time I do that, you do it for a little bit and you'll be like, Oh, I need to finish this so I can do something else. Um, And they never quite end up where you want them to be because you kind of bang out the, tail end of it so i think that's that's probably the two bits for me look there's definitely projects i'm looking at but let's let's see where the year takes us before we overcommit to specific ones sounds good what was next on the list then we really talked about games Mm -hmm. and we talked about how last year or the year before, sorry. So what, 2022 was a year where both of us went balls deep into Blood Bowl, particularly Sevens, mm-hmm. and really didn't give other games a look in. And maybe we needed to take the foot off the pedal on Blood Bowl just a fraction and and put in some extra... You know, some some time for like. I think one of the comments around there was finding a dedicated second game and getting competent mm-hmm. enough in yep. that you can just bust out games. There was another one from us around talking about a regular, more casual board game or other you know style game session. So it was maybe a monthly or something like that where we're just playing something a little bit lighter. Um, but a lot of it we had, there's a lot of stuff that we were going to play and it was just taking the foot off the pedal a little bit on, on a very dedicated year of Blood Bowl. I don't know that we did that. We definitely, yeah. well, I definitely <laughs> did not do that. I I probably went harder if that's at all possible. <laughs> if that is at all possible, I... I don't think you had off weeks of Blood Bowl. Like we no. do fortnightly league, but it seemed like every week you were playing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, another 12 months of that, not angry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that was definitely a fail. They're definitely, I mean, 
I played probably less board game and other games than I have in previous years, I reckon. We'll do that. Um, And then we talked about games that we wanted to play. So, Star Wars Legion. Played. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Speaking Uh, of Star Wars, Shatterpoint. I put all the models together. We'll yeah, do that. No, I uh, <laughs> all right. We talked about, and this is this is you know coming around again. Necromunda. Yeah, no, we didn't get to it. Uh, we did not. But there seems uh, to be a lot of talk about Necromunda at the moment. So there is. Maybe. There is a little bit of motivation. There is a little bit of momentum. But Shatterpoint and Necromunda are definitely ones I want to try out this year. I think you know I still want that second game. I still want something that I can go, okay, well, I've done enough Blood Bowl for the moment, which I definitely feel mm-hmm. at times. Um, and I want that second game, but I have not found it yet. I have not found something that I want to be a consistent thing. You know, yeah. Legion was fun, definitely. Uh, what was the other one? Marvel Crisis Protocol. Mm-hmm. Fun, but not one I want to play every couple of weeks. No, I, I reckon I've I played a handful of games of that mm-hmm. at best. Um, and again, it's fun. But again, yeah, I just can't get into it, into it. Yep. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not sure on that one. Uh, but yeah, look, I still want to find that second game. I want to yep. give Shatterpoint Necromunda a go. I want, you know, I've got Marvel Zombies sitting there. Uh, there's a lot of talk in the Discord about Kill Team at the moment that I mm-hmm. want to try out. I don't have the absolute enthusiasm that some of the guys in the Discord seem to have for it because no. in my eyes it's still 40K and I love the 40K lore and the world mm-hmm. and, you know, the the I listen to and read the novels on a on a regular basis. But the game itself is pants. I have not thought about it in a long time. No. Um, and to be fair, I haven't played the last edition or two, but yeah, by all accounts. Two or three that I haven't um, played. No. So, yeah, similar deal. Look, I'm curious about Kill Team. Yep. Am I confident that it will be a definite pickup second game? No, but I think it's also going to be light enough that it'll be easy enough to just splash in whenever once you get a handle on it. That's the thing. I mean, and and this sort of carries on into the other thing I wanted to talk about is that I've got a couple of um, projects that I want to get. I want to I want to have as far as painting goes this year. I want to paint up a couple of teams so that I've got a team for these pickup games. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, I have majority of my Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff is painted. Mm-hmm. My Mordheim team I have painted. Mm-hmm. I have my Necromunda guys painted. They're ready to go. All my Legion stuff is painted. Um, but there are others that I want to to paint up this year so that I've got them ready in case somebody says, hey, what about a game of this? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kill Team's one of them. Mm-hmm. Shatterpoint's another one. Um, I want to get a Batman team painted. Mm-hmm. And I'm still curious about Burrows and Badges. 
All right. Even if um, I don't play, mm-hmm. it's a cute game. They're adorable. Having some of those painted up. For that exact reason, I am not looking at Moonstone any harder. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yes. so I actually, have seen those models too. Oh, they're so pretty. Yeah. Um, so speaking of other games that I said I was interested in picking up more of, uh, included Kings of War. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm still interested in picking up more of that. I started rebasing an old army to onto the multi-bases for Kings of War, so I would have that project or that, that army where I could just pick it up and play, and it just stalled. And part of that was the logistical nightmare of carrying around a whole army um, mm-hmm. and, and doing all that. Part of that was I feel like the local Kings of War community stalled a little bit and kind of got interested in some other games and kind of as I was sort of going, right, I'm keen, they were going, oh, we're just going to try this for a little bit. And so, you know, those just timing didn't work. I yep. still think it's yep. a great game. Yeah. I still think I could I could bounce that. Uh, Mordheim. Now here's one. <gasps> Whee! Um, not only did I manage to paint a Mordheim warband for this, but I actually got most of a campaign until that fizzled, um, and it was glorious. It See, was, Mordheim's it was... another game. Mordheim's a potential second game, I reckon, because I had a lot of fun with that. Um, we only played a couple of games, but I. Yep. Not only did I enjoy myself, but I got to use Skaven. So yeah. a little rat it's, it's fun. I, I could do more of that quite happily. Um, and on that note, Burrows and Badgers just... Um, you did. I got Endgame, uh, a demo game. So uh, I met Kingsley and Moose in it throw the dice one night and we, we ran through the, the roster building. We ran through... Look, we kind of dodged a three-player game because there was three of us there, so we just kind of made that work. But it was fun, um, and then we went through all the kind of end game, in between level uppy kind of narrative stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a surprising one in that it is ninety percent more time. Okay, so it is. Basically, Mordheim with a different dice mechanic. Okay. That that was my key takeaway and adorable models. Um, I definitely so, need to try it out. And, and at the very least, even if I don't try it out, I need to speak to you about some sort of models. Yes. That I can do up. Look, it was... It was actually really good fun. Uh, it, it hits, you know, a lot of things into the, the narrative style campaigny game um, that I kind of really dig. Um, the rules were pretty simple, if not hard to, just because the rule book layout's a bit wonky, but pretty straightforward. It's not complicated. And then it's all of the stuff that you enjoy from, old narrative campaign style games of looking up tables to see what treasure you find mm-hmm. and that kind of jazz. So that was, that was good fun. So and you're playing as animals. This is it. Little forest I mean, animals. I, I had this whole crew of like tartan clad critters with great weapons. It was, it was glorious. Um, so yeah, more than happy for more of that. It's, it's basically Mordheim, but, cuter um so that was good fun i think the other one i will chuck onto the list for this year 
um warmaster i need to give a crack i've got too many too many old friends playing um and pushing it pretty hard and when a whole army scale game fits inside a shoebox it kind of has me interested um and there's a lot of models available and easily accessible so that is one i definitely want to give it's a little bit of a rank and flank option um and a different scale because everything i play is a very similar scale um the one the the elephant in the room at the moment though is the old warhammer in the old world yeah are you intrigued i this means nothing to me so i am cautiously curious okay in that I'm not picking up day one. I'm not buying a rule book. I'll wait for that PDF to get leaked somewhere. Um, I'm just very nervous that of two bits. One, it's going to be a Frankenstein of eight different editions. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be kind of quite right. Um, yeah, I think I, I'm. I think there'll be really, really good stuff from all of them, but I'm kind of concerned that there'll be some stuff that I didn't like from some editions that creep in because it was kind of the thing from that. I don't know. We'll see. Um, And the stuff that's been leaked leading up to hasn't really clarified any of that. Um, So we'll see what the rules are more than anything, and then we will see if the community picks it up because if games aren't getting played, I'm not interested in growing and pushing and and doing all the hard work, really. yeah, I I will jump on a bandwagon, but I need that wagon to already be rolling. I think think that's that's a very good thing, too, for for us to note because we, at least in like the Geelong area, we have been pushing Blood Bowl and Mm -hmm. we have done numerous leagues, numerous tournaments this is this is what we we push hard and we organize and we run and we put a lot of effort into that for that second game or whatever that we need i don't think we can do it like no. it can't be run by us it needs to be somebody going hey what about this let's do this and us going yes yes please you organize it we'll be there mm-hmm. and absolutely acknowledge that doing that is hard work and often it's thankless and often it's the hard work is keeping the momentum right because you show up with one or two people and you play a game and then next week you show up with the same people and play the same game and you just need that consistency to grow a community and and till then you kind of just have to keep grinding and it's rough. Um, And that's how I've seen games kind of get, you know, start to get momentum and then fizzle because it's just hard to keep enthusiasm when you're not getting it from everyone else just yet because it's it's not quite there. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. Um, Yeah, I will see. So I will see what the rules are. We'll see how much effort it's going to be to rebase things and sizes and all that jazz. Ugh. Um, we'll see how much the community picks it up and we'll see how much kickback there is to other games. So there's yep. been a very long-winded conversation around which edition of Warhammer is the best and which one should we play whilst 
Games Workshop was getting their shit together. And I think everybody's going to give it a go. But I would be curious. Whether it's the edition that they want to play or not. Yeah. And just because it's current, does that make it the best option? Or is the. No. uh, No, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't. But it often means that it's easier to play because you've got new players coming in wanting to play. You've got sort of this new community in, in the same way, blah, blah, right? The living rule book existed for however long and there was this kind of commu- community, a huge community playing it, right? But in uh, an isolated sort of, you know, little group, that isn't necessarily connected to that massive community, you might be the only one playing it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's a game produced by G-Dub, supported by G-Dub, if you're the only person in that little community, there's probably someone else. Um, even if you don't know them, there's probably somewhere to play. There's probably, whereas you have to do the work for something that is not necessarily supported. So I think that's probably the key difference. Not that it's a better game, but it's easier to get games of. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see if that makes a difference. But yeah, look, I will I will wait and see because it, there's every chance that Conquest, Kings of War, Warhammer 6th edition, any of those stupid community-driven projects or Warhammer Armies project and whatnot, we all kind of have a resurgence just because of this. I don't know. We will see. Um, but I'm not spending... I'm not spending money on that one until until it actually happens and until somebody else pushes a, a community to build it. Um, and the other one I think that I have played more of in the last 12 months than I have before and I really enjoyed and I really need to do a little more is Warhammer Underworlds. Yep. Um, it would be hard, speaking of people pushing communities, it would be hard to talk about that and not acknowledge how enthusiastic and prepared to bust out not only prepared willing but prepared actually prepared with stuff to bust out games as uh moose is down at the you, you literally show up for league night and he happens to also have six warhammer games yeah different and and everything you could possibly need if if anyone just hints at being vaguely curious about it so um i now own more Warhammer Underworlds Warbands than I think I've played games. Uh, thank you. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> and they're all very pretty and they're all great to paint because they're low model counts and things like that. But I, so I need to, I need to do it and I need to get to a stage again where I'm just confident to play a game of that without someone coaching me through the rules. Yep. Yep. I think and that's, that's, that's where I need to be. That's it. Um, but actually have played some games, which has been lovely. Uh, I think this year, again, there are some definite games I want to try. There is, to repeat what we said 12 months ago, I don't want to stop playing Blood Bowl. I do want to manage to fit in other stuff, and I need to work on prioritizing that. Over Blood Bowl sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I want to be able to get games in of something else without having to 
pretty much organizing myself, I suppose. Um, you know, without putting messages going, hey, does anybody want a game of this? Giving a couple of options and then vague expressions of interest that don't, don't go anywhere. You know, I, I want to have something solid that can potentially be like Moose's Underworlds and just sit in the car. Mm-hmm. And, you know, somebody says, hey, what about this? And I'm like, cool, yeah, I got my stuff, let's go. And that one, that one's hard, right? Because sometimes you are just looking for a game of something else. Yeah. But if I, I say, hey, I'm looking for a game of something else, I'm going to get 80 billion different answers and then the invariable tangent of shit talkery that happens <laughs> and no outcome. Um, so yeah, how do we how do we get to a point where there is a there is just another game and that is the other game. Yep. And until someone says otherwise, that's the other game. Um, I'm playing not Blood Bowl this week. Yes. It's an off week of Blood Bowl. There Let's are no play something else. <laughs> yeah, that still that still hurts my soul a little bit to say. So we'll have to work on that. Um, All right. Anything else you want to? That was that say was kind of that was kind of the big up? stuff. So I think to wrap up before the wrap up. This twelve months, I think, if we're talking not hobby things, I think it's. Uh, music is kind of the focus point. Mm-hmm. If we're talking hobby things, I think there is finish some projects and build on the momentum for painting stuff for games, but actually work out how to prioritize just painting some other things that are not for games, but enjoy the paint. Don't stress about the result. Mm-hmm. We'll see if that happens. And then I think, you know, fundamentally it's about, I think finding that other game that you can just pick up and play, right? What's the off week game? But getting back to where we started podcast wise, right? There's still so many games that we want to try and we haven't. And it's been 12 months, 24 months of going, hey, we want to try some of these games. So I think. I mean, that was the whole focus behind starting the podcast it in was. the first place. And, so. and we, we've kind of gone off that and that's, that's fine, right? But I mm. think what we what we said is we actually want to try these games and what we haven't done is tried a bunch of games that we actually really want to try. In fact, some of us have bought them and yep. never tried them, right? And I think what would be good over the next 12 months is to find someone who knows how to play any one of these games at various times and be like, right, can we organize nine? Just show us. Just run yes. us through a demo. I would, yeah, I would like this year to put out a couple more episodes of, hey, we tried this. Here are our thoughts. This yep. is what we stuffed up on. This is what we were confused about. And this is what we enjoyed. And this is what we didn't enjoy, or whatever yep. the case may and be. And if I'm, if I want to take that a step further, I think what we did do was muddle through some games um, at the very start of this and just, you know, you, you work out what you can based on YouTube and reading the rules and all that jazz. I always find it easier to, to try a game 
with somebody who knows what the hell is going on. Yes. And I think what I would like to do is organize some dedicated nights where we get together with somebody and say, show us a game that you know that we do not. Um, that'd be, I think that'd be fun. And I think it'd be a fun way to get us kickstarted into a game and give us a real taste of what it's actually like. And if we would like it, and maybe some people who can talk about why the game is good beyond our initial impressions. Yes, I think that's a good idea. Uh, if you're not in our Discord, why not jump in? And let's let's get some suggestions, guys. What can you show us that you know? What is a game that you are proud of and enjoy? Um, Dylan, put the biscuit down. Hide the sausage. Or <laughs> <laughs> um, what can you... Uh, this is going badly already. What can you show us that we haven't seen before? <laughs> that we haven't seen before is the key yes. part of that. Yes, Dylan. But yes, <laughs> I, I think I would like someone experienced to give me a taste of something I've never tasted before. Um, Done. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? I, I wanted to give a couple of awards. but uh, <gasps> I love an award. Yes. You're not getting any. Oh. Yeah, uh, but I did want to give a couple of 2023 shout-outs. So we had a number of things go on last year. We put on three painting events and mm -hmm. three tournaments, and there was one gentleman that rocked up and participated in all six of those, and that was Ant. So kudos to you. This is the best. <laughs> you and your little thing. Anyway, uh, we need to talk, especially you know, about that thing and how we can use it in future episodes. I, th I, th I anyway. think I've just reached the pinnacle. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, most Discord comments, uh, notice I'm not saying of any sort of quality here, but Dylan, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> the most appropriate sound I can okay, find. Okay, fair enough. Uh, definitely the most enthusiastic person in the Discord has got to be Moose. Always, always happy to chat and happy to chat about something new and, and absolutely excited about way too much for one man. I don't know how he does it, but that is a level of enthusiasm that I cannot match. No. Just for that, we get one of these two. I can make them end early. That's handy. Ooh, okay. Uh, and the last one I had was uh, the newest person to the Discord that feels like they've been there for as longer than we've been there, <laughs> uh, which is Chad. Chad's jumped in recently in the last couple of months and, and feels like he's been there forever and he's, he... join, he's joined in in everything that we're doing. As you, he's only recent? What? No, yeah. that's not right. He's, no, he, he absolutely, he's come in and just is part of the, I don't want to say he's part of the furniture, that's not right, to, like it's not, it, it, but yes, and also just, I, I think any number of people have gone, oh, he just gets me yes. in all of the right ways. <laughs> he comes out with these comments every now and then, I'm like, oh, Wow. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I find sign that me out. Hilarious. Yep, sign me out. One of these. 
Yeah. Anything that you wanted to mention on those lines? No, that was way more. I see you were more organized than I was. Um, you came up with, with new content. I just rehashed some old shit that we found. Uh, <laughs> no. Right. We didn't do what we were originally thinking, which is just re-release it and, and edit in 2024 instead of 23 for the last, last okay. episode. Yeah. And now here's my new friend, Mr. Black. Yes. Um, <laughs> Um, all right, before we finish up, a couple of things. Um, I'm a little bit late in putting a giveaway up for this month, so I might do that in the next day or two. I might just get it organized before I do it, uh, but it'll just be a basic like and tag thing, and we'll get that going. But we'll lead up into I think February's a good time to do the next painting event oh, i do love a good painting event yeah so we will post details about that upcoming as well um i didn't have ideas i don't think jace has i had on any ideas but we have an idea that's it it wasn't Maybe. ours it wasn't ours but we, we i think that's the right to go I, I, anyway. I feel like all the ideas we have that aren't ours are probably the best ideas that we have <laughs> absolutely uh, we are just about to start up our Blood Bowl League again. So looking, I think uh, we will close off, roughly close off um, registration on the 13th, 14th. Starts on the 15th, right? Yeah, so 13th. So... Next Saturday is probably about the last. That gives me time to organize divisions and and work out how long it's going to go and all the rest of it. But very easygoing, new player friendly here for shits and giggles and not absolutely demolishing our opponent type league. Basically, we're just here to promote the fact that Blood Bowl is a damn good game. And we want more people to play it and have fun playing it. And and like on that, it is Blood Bowl 7s. So it is an hour of your time every fortnight. And it is that. It is one game every two weeks. Yeah. And if you want to just have a fun, good, good, wonderful, Blood Bowl-y, dice roll-y time for an hour every two weeks, like... Just we just do we it. We can't think of anything better. There is not. At, oh, except at for those end. ones I put on a string and yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, yes, so that'll start up shortly. Details are in the Discord again. If you're not in the Discord, make sure there's uh, links in the show notes, Trace. But yeah, jump in. A lot of talk about a lot of games going on there. A lot of great people, and also Dylan. And yeah, it's it's a fun place to be. Uh, last thing, March sixteenth, DP players pack is up. You're welcome. We have already sold three of the sixteen tickets. It's a doubles event, doubles Blood Bowl sevens. Uh, so you and a partner. So we've got sixteen possible teams. We have three already signed up. Get onto it because tickets are limited and this is going to be a bit of fun. Things are always better with a friend. That's it. 
and you can sit by, side by side and play footsies under the table. You, you, I, didn't, I, you didn't yeah. have a sound effect for that, did you? I anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. All right. On that note... <laughs> Uh, by all means, follow us Facebook, Instagram. There's been some Instagram stuff. There has been. Now that you take it off me, it actually things happen. It's the best. It's not on me anymore either. So yeah, they thank you, Alice, for taking over uh, social media aspect. But she's doing a much better job than either of us could do. So needed. Oh. Um, yeah, Facebook, Spotify, it's a uh, Podbean, Twitch. And most importantly, Discord. Um, don't join the OnlyFans. That's just a joke. Nobody should ever join that. It does exist, but don't join it. Um, if you feel like we're at all worthy of your time and or money, Patreon is available. Um, money that gets given on Patreon goes straight into these prizes and giveaways and stuff that we do and... So all of it is much appreciated and we love and respect and appreciate every single one of the Patreons. Uh, we do have a new Patreon. Who the fuck are these people? <laughs> uh, so thank you very much to Chad. Um, I, I was going to give him one of, one of these, but, but I think he'd like one of these. <laughs> I could give him both. A cheerful squelch. <laughs> oh dear. And always, as always, thank you very much to our thoughtless Patreons, the, the highest of the high, the most insane of the insane, uh, Alice, Archie, Gertzi, and Jared. Thank you, guys. And then, yeah, they get that. Each oh. we, need, but, we need to come up with more sound effects, damn it. I, you, you realize that puts more pressure on me to do sound effects live during the... Yeah, anyway, this is going to be bad. We're going to get... We're going to all kinds of weird shit happening. Uh, maybe, maybe I could program it. Anyway. You could do the little thing with the thing. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, that's it from us. Yeah, that's Thanks enough. Thanks for listening. Later. Catch you. Casual Casual